if we are always doing things for them, I think in a way we're hurting them more than we're helping them. Hey, we are Shan and Ryan Tripp, parents of five on a journey to discover what it takes to raise great humans while enjoying the heck out of life along the way. Sometimes it's easy to let the weight of everyday life, parenting, marriage, finances, get in the way. But what we found is that as you break out of the norm and do life a little bit differently, a whole new world can open up to you. So if you're ready, we would love to invite you on this journey with us as we pull back the curtains and have a whole lot of fun along the way. And it's true what they say, life's a trip. This is our story. How will you write yours? Let's go. Hey, Shan. Hey. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You want to record some stuff today? Well, welcome everybody that is listening. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. We are so thankful. Yeah. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. So thankful for you guys. So thankful for all of your other friends that we have today. I'm really excited to talk about this um, concept and this idea and this this big uh, aha moment that we've had over and over again in parenting. Well, parenting, we want to, it's, uh, you know. What are you going to say about it? Well, shouldn't there just be like a book that they give you or like a, like a five minute YouTube video that you, you scan a QR code when you walk out of the hospital with kids and you just scan a code and they're like, Hey, you're a parent now. So uh, watch this short YouTube video and can tell you everything you need to know, teach you everything you need to know, <laughs> but it's quite the opposite. So the other morning we were, it's, so it started sideways snowing here in Utah, which is just like, Oh, I'm not ready for the winter. Take me back to Puerto Rico. Uh, it's sideways snowing and I'm watching some of the kids from the neighborhood here walk down to catch the bus to school. And I'm like kind of feeling bad for them. And at the same time, I'm like, good for those kids. Like, you know, they're just, they're just doing that. That's just what they have to do. So it brought up the question in my mind and Shannon and I were just talking about it and we thought it would be fun to just kind of record our thoughts and share, but like, how do you find that balance between, I want to give my kids a great life and a comfortable life. And, you know, it's funny to think of our parents and grandparents, the the classic, I used to walk up to uphill both ways to school with my shoes off <laughs> yeah, and I have to fight off ninjas on the way there. I went to world war one and two and three. Shannon's dad somehow served in Vietnam. You know, he never <laughs> served in Vietnam. It was just hard back then. Uh, world war three. <laughs> did you know, did you catch that? Nope. All right. So, you know, how do you find that balance of pushing your kids to do difficult things and being independent while also not just throwing them to the wolves, but actually like, you know, giving them a a good life and then providing some comforts. Yeah. And I think that, you know, whether your kid is, is one or whether they're a teenager, you know, there's, there's opportunities every single day for us to let them practice more independence. And I think it's a really great question to, to be really clear on as parents is why is independence so important? You know, why do we want independent kids that, uh, can do things on their own? 
And well, we've got to raise these kids to go out into the world. Yeah. The last thing that we want is Jack, as much as we love him, living in our basement at age 30. I mean, I kind of want that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that you're exactly right. The way that we become self-reliant and confident and capable and able to make decisions and resilient is learning independence. And I think it starts with little teeny tiny things we're doing in our house that help build our kiddos' characters and skill sets to be a confident, independent person. So we think too, we were just talking about this. We're thinking back to to Bo. You know, Bo's one years old. He can sit in his high chair and use a spoon and fork. And sure, sometimes it is messy, but I sit there and watch him and I'm like, you see him grab his sippy cup and be able to, you know, put it in his mouth by himself and feed himself with a spoon. And I'm sure as a one-year-old little boy, that feels pretty good. And for me as a mom, I'm like, cool, that's a way that he can be independent right now in his life. You know, you change his diaper. Hey, buddy, go throw it away. He can't talk yet, but he knows what that means. And he goes and throws it away. We're giving them those little moments. Jack, Jack. If we did everything for Jack for the for the rest of his life, he'd probably let us. He loves help. He loves help. He loves to ask for help. And that's a good quality that he is able to ask for help. The other day, he goes, we're in the kitchen. He's like, Dad, will you, he goes, will you give me a drink of water? And again, it's just the balance, right? Like, of course, you want to serve your kids. And I'm, I always get Jack a drink of water or get him a snack. And I just kind of stopped in that moment. I was like, hey, buddy, why don't you get up and go grab your cup, fill up your drink of water? Like, you're, you're a big boy. You're five. You can do that on your own. Because, you know, you, I just, you just don't want to do everything for him. And it wasn't like a lazy thing or it wasn't like I didn't want to serve Jack. I, but I just had to pause and stop myself and be like, he needs to he needs to do it this time. I'll do it next time, but he needs to do it this time. Well, and I think there's a way to make them feel like, instead of like, no, you get your own drink of water. You're capable. It's like, huh, I could get you a drink of water. Do you think you could get your drink of water yourself? Like, do you feel like you could reach that? That's pretty high. You know, let's see if you can reach that, like make it a empowering thing for these little these, you know, little kiddos, these like little crumb snatchers <laughs> the other day, he too was like, mom, I want a quesadilla. And Jack loves to cook. He loves to cook with me. And I was like, bud, I think you might be able to make it on your own now. Let's try it. I'm just going to stand here and I'm going to watch you and I'm going to be here for you because there's things that are hot. There's, you know, things that are sharp when you have to cut the quesadilla, but I'm not going to do anything. And let's see if you can do it. Let's certify you in making quesadillas. Jack's quesadillas. Use your own recipe, you know, like just making them feel all special. Guess what he's made the last four days when he, when we're done with school. Yeah, we're a little bit concerned about his diet, you know, four day <laughs> quesadilla diet. Um, we're going to get him back on the veggies, but yeah, he, I, I didn't realize you had done that. And, and, uh, today he was like, dad, try my quesadilla. Yeah. Mom taught me how to turn on the stove and it's a gas burner. So he's like, watch this. And he like lights it. I'm like, cool, dude. Make yeah. sure you turn it off when you're done. <laughs> but I think just those those little moments that we can take to help our kids feel confident. Kids have to feel needed. They have to feel capable in order to have confidence. And if we are always 
doing things for them, I think in a way we're hurting them more than we're helping them. Even though I was reading something the other day just about the power of letting kids struggle, letting kids kind of struggle to figure things out. And we think of ourselves like as an adult and we, we continue to have struggles every day of our lives. And if we don't have coping skills and different, uh, you know, strong decision-making skills and emotional regulation and all of that, then even as adults, we struggle. So we have such a cool opportunity to recognize this in our kids and allow them to gain independence so that their confidence can grow and they can become self-reliant, which is like just a powerhouse of a quality in a human. Shan, you and I have talked about how we're so grateful for both of our parents that brought us along with them and put us in situations to help us grow. I remember growing up as a kid and my dad was always a home builder or a landscaper. So he was always doing those manual labor jobs. And from the time I was probably, I guess probably about 10, I mean, I was always around it, but really when I was maybe around 10, I would be literally just going to job sites with him and he'd give me little projects to pick up scrap wood or, you know, every now and again, I'd be trusted with a tool. And then, uh, I mean, by the time I was age 12, uh, I mean, that's the whole lawnmower boy experience, right. And riding the lawnmower across the country was, that was all born out of, I was out mowing lawns with my dad and we were out, uh, you know, string trimming and fixing sprinklers and mowing lawns and putting in landscaping. And, uh, that taught me a good work ethic from a young age and taught me to rely on myself and that I was capable and strong. And, um, and I don't think my dad paid me very much. So he was getting some good cheap labor out of it. So it worked both ways. Yeah. And I, I would say the same. I mean, our parents are just, our parents are incredible. And I think one of the greatest gifts that they have, that obviously, you know, you've learned from your dad and I've learned from my dad and both of my parents is, is how to not really like shy away from struggle and pain and hard but how to appreciate it and, and know that you can do it. Like things can get, I think back to a lot of experiences that I had when I was little. And I think my dad purposely put me in hard situations where I was challenged even at a young age. And I am so thankful for that now that I'm an adult because I know I can take pain. I know that I can, you know, you're, you're, you become a parent and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not sleeping at night. And you're, you just, you have two options. You're like panicky and anxious about nights and, and, and don't get me wrong. It can be so hard, but you also can be like, listen, this is a season of my life and I am a strong, capable human and I can problem solve and put things in place to support this challenge that I'm facing. And I just feel like the confidence and the the, the like strength comes from those little moments where we teach independence and resilience. And it's just a big missed opportunity for a lot of parents right now. Yeah. Hey Jack, make me a dang quesadilla. (laughs) I was just thinking about Jack just in there making quesadillas right now in the other room, (laughs) getting a little hungry podcast and work up an appetite. Uh, you know, just teaching these kids character. <laughs> I think that it, it really can be just the simplest stuff. Like somebody said to me really early in parenting, just don't do things for your kids that they can do themselves. 
So if anything comes from this podcast, yeah. just don't do things for your kids that they can do themselves. And they're more capable of they're more capable than we think, or at least for me, I oh, mean, as a new, sure. as a new dad, I felt like, yeah, okay, cool. And especially with, with girls, the three girls we had first, like, I'll just do everything for my little princess. Yeah. But then you realize like, oh yeah, like from the time they're two, three, four, like they can do things on their own and it's, you've got to let them do that. There's a, there's a book um, by Richard and Julie Iyer that's called the entitlement trap. I really, really recommend parents read this book. It talks about, you know, just things like this, just little teeny things we do in our day that in the long run, make our children feel more entitled. And we are growing up in a world and a generation where we have some entitled kids that think that they just deserve this just because they're alive, you know? And we, we, in our home, don't want our children to grow up thinking that, uh, they don't need to work hard. They don't need to always be, uh, they're, they're going to go through struggles and things like that. And, and we are here to support them and guide them through that. And part of that is teaching them how to struggle, how, you know, you're tying your shoelace, like you got it, buddy. Try again. Nope. It's, it's, it's this way, not that way. Yep. Okay. You're getting closer. You're getting closer. Like talk about an investment. You guys, we hear you. Sometimes it is so much easier to just sweep the dang pile up that they made a mess of, or to, you know, tie that darn shoe. But the more we can teach them how to do things on their own and then praise them when they do do it on their own, that is when we help them believe just how capable they are. It's the old adage of give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime. Mm, Yes. Yes. My dad also says, since we're on this game, he says, you don't prepare the road for the child, you prepare the child for the road. Gosh, dang, Mike. That's a good one. <laughs> I've got another one. Uh, give a child a Swedish fish, feed him for a day. Give a child a bag of Swedish fish, feed him for three days. I mean, we got to end on that one. That one is like so powerful. I've never heard that before. I'm going to go yeah, no, I've been print saving it out. It. I've been saving it. <laughs> Well, you guys, I, I hope that you got something from that today. Yeah. Think, go make your kids uh, do stuff for you. <laughs> of course, we're always, dinner tonight. we're always going to be able to serve our kids in capacities. When I say don't do anything for your kids that they can do themselves, obviously we're going to continue to do things that serve them and, um, and show our love to them. But I think we can often, uh, misinterpret, I mean, love is helping them love themselves. And part of loving yourself is realizing just how capable you are. And uh, we have an opportunity to do that as parents. And so I'd say go make the world a better place in your home and outside your home and have a good week. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next week.